Hello, everybody. Welcome to Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff. This is the virtual lockdown quarantine edition. Chip is in his home somewhere in South Philly. I'm in my home somewhere in the uh, suburbs of Philadelphia. But we are together virtually and we're doing pretty well. Wouldn't you say, Chip? Oh, yeah. This is pandemic pandemonium right now. I think that's that's our episode, pandemic pan- pandemonium. I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in. Uh, how are you know, how, how are you doing? How are you, how are you holding up? Doing good. I, uh, yeah. I, I mowed my lawn today for absolutely no reason. It didn't need it. It's well, 100% yeah. fine. Just for, just for a little, little cardiovascular. Is that right? It was, it was, <laughs> I get it. I love, love to put on those short, short running shorts, mm-hmm. my best sneaks tank top and just run full steam ahead with my lawnmower. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Do you want to do you want to get to Getin and uh, get our guests in here? Because we're very excited to have guests. I think so. Do we have both of our guests? Let's check. Let me Ready look in go. the um, speaker view. We have one, so it looks like we're waiting for. Um, we could just bring in Joe, and and maybe Nick would come. Yeah, we could do, we could do that. Let's before we do that, we'll give him just a couple more seconds because yeah. they did tell him we a couple minutes after. Oh, okay. And you know, hey, let's let's let, let's let's the suspense build. Why yeah, not? we should. Right? Okay. So, uh, oh, and Adam Shabbitz is here right now, by the way. Uh, good college friend of mine, fraternity brother of mine, Adam Shabbitz is uh, listening. And uh, I hope Adam's doing, doing well, staying safe and being good. So, um, Thanks for joining us, Adam. Yeah. So, uh, Jeff, have you been, before we get to Nick and Joe, let's, let's talk a little running or yeah. lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you had any, have you been running at all? I have. I, I still am training for a virtual marathon. I'm doing probably at the end of, uh, beginning of, uh, end of May, most likely. Okay. So, right. I mean, I signed up for a marathon. They're like, you can't do it, but if you do a virtual run, you go run 26.2 somewhere, wherever at any time, and you right. show us proof, you get that medal and you get that, uh, shirt. And that's what I want. Okay. Yeah. I want, I want proof that yep. I've done it. Have you decided where exactly are you going to run? Well, I'm old, Chip. You know, I'm 64 years young. So I think yeah. the, the main problem yeah. that I face are hills. So mm-hmm. I will literally scope out the flattest area possible, yeah. least amount of hills, least amount of traffic. Um, so I'm probably going to go somewhere around the River River Loop in Philly. Sure. Or I might hit New Jersey and try to go along the ocean somehow. Now, since you're getting older, you don't like hills. Is that because of the the wear and tear on your legs and the impact on that? Or are you just have have you just in your older age developed a fear of heights yeah there's so a uh the there's top, a, you're mm-hmm. really you're really scared yeah it's it's all a matter i get up there and then my depth perception is completely thrown off right. um i get some vertigo and um it's just then i have to i have to get picked up by my wife in a car as i'm on top of the hill right yeah, yeah. I, I understand Agreed. i understand it's it's not That's an easy scary. play but i think it is important people you do get out there go for walks go for runs if you can Stay about 20 feet away from each other. Wear mm-hmm. masks. Don't be stupid. If you're a runner, don't run near people. You know, just use common sense. Oh, so so what are you doing? Are you wearing a mask when you're running at all? What's what's going I on? I wear a there? bandana now over sure. my uh, my nose because mm-hmm. it's really hard if you're wearing a mask to breathe when you run. Yeah. It's like claustrophobic and it's hard. So I wear a little, but I've been, you know, I, I ran in the river loop a couple of times and um, no one's really wearing masks. Okay. I, uh, I've been wearing a bandana. I haven't been running per se, but I've, I've robbed a couple of uh, trains. So I put the bandana on, mm-hmm. I jump on an old locomotive, uh, take all the money from the, uh, you know, from, from the townsfolk on the train. 
Love then it. I jump off and ride my horse. Yeah, I'm doing a lot more horseback riding with the bandana than than running. You spending a lot of that money at the saloon? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's mostly uh, I mostly I just do it for. I've been trying to get some plans for some uh, some swinging doors. I love and it. I, I've been paying off the bartender because I want to get some some saloon doors in my bartender bed. or barkeep. It's a barkeep, really. It's yeah, it's it's a barkeep. Yeah. Uh, any any illicit affairs with uh, one of the uh, kind of like women hanging out by the piano while the piano player plays? Sure, they they play, and then we go upstairs to her right. room, and she's got her pantaloons on. And, right. Yeah. And, and then, basically, well, I, I, I'm a gentleman. I don't want to, I don't want to say too much more after that. Nothing in the room, but just a small end table with a picture picture of water and like a bowl to wash your face. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that. And then like. I get undressed. I take my shirt off, but uh, I have a bunch of playing cards that are still <laughs> up my sleeve that fall out. And then I, fantastic. it ruins the mood. Yeah. All I, right. Uh, you know what time and, it is. And then what I do is uh, because she's going to tell on me for cheating at poker. Mm-hmm. So what I do is, and I know this is the greatest thing to do, put the bandana back on. I grab her. I take her out the window, out the, off the roof of the saloon, jump down, take her to the railroad tracks and tie her to the railroad tracks. Oh my goodness. Uh, and wait for a train to come while I twist my mustache. And I'm that's... wearing a cape and a top hat <laughs> at that point. Chip, I got to tell you, that's pretty dastardly. Mm-hmm. It really is. And then I have one of those uh, bombs that looks like a bowling ball <laughs> with like a, a fuse out. And then I throw that oh at, my... some, at some townsfolk. You, you are a menace. Really, I, have not been, I have not been abiding by the laws this this quarantine season I, I will i'll be completely honest with you i've broken a number of laws and my face is on a few posters in mm-hmm. local Wanted. local post uh, lo- local post offices around like the Southwest. sepia old-timey paper right yes yeah, yeah. yeah well chip you you are an old-timey menace you mm-hmm. certainly are yeah all right chip you know what time it is uh, i think i do admit 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 oh my goodness Uh-oh. look at this Oh, oh hi, guys. Hello. I I hi, everybody. <laughs> our two guests uh, are here, and they're coming to us live right now. Look at look at them right now. Two, uh-huh. two good-looking guys. Yeah. Uh, Chip, Joe's you got a, wearing Chip, a shirt. Chip, you got a mustache. I do. You know, I decided to uh, I decided to, to, to shave a it little totally bit. It totally works. It totally works on you. I appreciate that. I, I went for the mustache look. I thought it was going to look horrible, and uh, I think I'm keeping it. I think I'm going to keep it forever. What's your wife think about it? I don't think she cares for it. She hasn't spoken to me in a few days. So okay. I, uh, we've, and we've been in the small apartment uh, together. So yeah. I have a feeling she doesn't like it, but she just hasn't, she hasn't vocalized. Yeah. Now's the time does. to fuck around with, with facial hair though. Right. Why I mean, not? Like, like I might do something with my hair too. Just like, you know, a little mohawk maybe it's like, yeah. who's, who's really watching besides people on Facebook live right now. Right. The, the zoom community. Mm-hmm. If you will. Yeah. You're looking good. You have a, uh, a shirt and we'll, we'll do the official. This is what I like to call the, the cold open. Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> It's freezing. You have, nice looking, you have a nice looking shirt there, uh, Joe. What, 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 what is that shirt? Oh, it's, it's uh, a t-shirt from a video that we show in our latest volume. Uh, it's the, the shirt, it says the first annual Martin Carlton stunt special. <laughs> and that's a VHS tape that I think it was, it was one of those tape trading classic videos. We got it from David Cross and uh, I don't know who he got it from, but it, you know, circulated in the nineties. And then we have a, we feature that in our show and then some guy whipped together a design for it. And it's awesome. And uh, that's the shirt I'm wearing. That's great. I love it. And, uh, and Nick, you're wearing a, uh, what is, what does your hat say right there before? before uh, it I says Wayne's bargain store. Um, 
And the story behind that is there's a, a store in our hometown, Stoughton, Wisconsin, called Wayne's Bargain Store. And the owner, uh, Wayne, was the surly old man who hated teenagers coming into his store, <laughs> which course. was filled with like lacquered clocks of Elvis and misspelled greeting cards and uh, <laughs> r velvet rugs that you could hang under, you know, deer and things like that. Sure. And uh, I was in a, an airport. I had a layover and they had a lids. And I saw you could make your own hats. And I was like, I'm going to get one celebrating Wayne's Bargain Store. So the, the thing I remember about Wayne's Bargain Store, let me just jump in here about Wayne's yeah. Bargain Store. Yeah. Um, the thing I remember about that is I went in there. We went in there one time. We'd always go into Wayne's and we'd loiter. We'd never buy anything. But I remember one time he had a big no smoking sign. And in front of it was Wayne smoking. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> true. Give a shit. Just defying people to, <laughs> yep. to, to do so. And he by put the, up the but, sign. Yeah, he was the one who put it up. It was handwritten. And, and by, uh, by the way, today's uh, today's okay. episode of Drunk Miles is brought to you by Lids. It is. Oh yeah, Lids. Uh, of, so. of course, uh, for any hatting needs that that anybody might might need. Uh, Did you no, say hatting needs. Hatting needs. Yeah, that's what uh. I that's what I call it. It's like, oh, do you have any hatting needs? Go to Lids. That's uh, uh -huh. that's the place to go. Now, have you been into the Wayne's Bargain Store wearing the hat? Oh, I have some bad news, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's oh, Bargain. No. Are you sitting down? It looks like you I, are. I am. I am. Okay. Yeah. Wayne's Bargain Store closed 30 years ago. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm really sorry. How about uh, Wayne? But, is is Wayne still with us? Uh, Ooh, more bad Wayne. news. Well, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jeff, are you sitting down? <laughs> okay. He's Wayne... on one of those standing desks. <laughs> Wayne, he is, yes. He's Wayne... on one of those, it's one of those, uh, one of those desks, uh, the, the treadmill desks that he walks. Oh, oh okay. I see. You can get those at Wayne's Bargain Store, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Wayne's the heavy-smoking elderly in 1989 uh, proprietor of Wayne's Bargain Store is no longer with us. He's very dust sorry. now. He's dust at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dust Let's dedicate this uh, special episode to Wayne, then. Let's have this, this episode be sponsored by Wayne's Bargain Store. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wayne's. Yeah, it's it's. They brought you by two two uh, companies. Speaking of uh, speaking of the show, I want to do an official introduction. Yeah. Uh, thank you two for being on Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff. Uh, I should introduce you to the world and to, uh, first of all, to Jeff himself. Hey, so Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey, guys. Nice to meet Jeff you. Jeff Lyons here. It's a pleasure uh, very, to very meet you. This, is, this feels like a Tuesday night where I'm laying in my basement right over there. Oh, yeah? Fire you guys up at 9 o'clock. And, um, yeah, I'm just in my... Wow. Uh, you still I'm, watching, huh? He's a big, I, he's I've a big seen, fan. I can honestly say I've seen all 102 episodes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And I'd like to congratulate you both on your two-year anniversary, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. We had it last week. Yeah. And this is a hundred, yeah, a hundred two episodes, and not even counting all your 104. 104. 104. Yeah, and yeah. not counting your extended plays and all the bonus stuff people can get if they go to Patreon slash Found Footage Festival, correct? Yeah. That's right. Nice plug. Thing How many episodes this. are you guys up to with the uh... Uh, a little less. I think it's a little less. Now, here's the thing about you guys. You've done two years straight without yes. missing a week. Yeah. That is amazing. And when you started this two years ago, did you think like, you know, most podcasts go strong at the beginning and then you're like, I think we could probably do a few. Or did you know that you had it with within you to like just motor through and do like every week? That's pretty amazing. I mean, it's, it's tough too with all the touring and everything, you know, like, but yeah, I, I think that we, I think we did it for one. I don't know what the plan was. We went into it and we, we were going to do it until we got tired of it and we never got tired of it. And then after about a year of doing it, we had this guy, George, 
come on, who's from Philadelphia, actually. Yes. And uh, and he just he just brought the show to a new to a new level because he's like our VHS researcher. So the show is we show VHS tapes that we find that are at thrift stores and garage sales. We have an office in Brooklyn with you know, ten thousand of them up on the shelf, and we watch them each and every week. And then we brought George on, and George goes the extra mile in finding these video, like the people behind the videos. One time he found the lead in this Wendy's training video. Her name's Sister Sam, and he found her by finding her VIN number because she was in a car accident one time. <laughs> he found her <laughs> VIN number and then found her phone number through that and then called her. And then uh, now we've been pals with Sister Sam ever since. So, yes, two years, and it's mostly because of George. I don't know if it, Nick and I could sustain that for two years. But and, um, and when did George come on? At what point? The, at the one-year mark or so? Yeah, a little before the one-year mark, I think, because he did a big, like, one-year retrospective. And he yeah. was just, like, a friend of our lawyers who <laughs> watched something and then liked it and then started uh, – we, we had a contest for people to send in, a, an inter, like, a song – to introduce the podcast and um, or the webcast, whatever it is, and uh, and he made a whole music video and song for it, and uh, we just stuck with that ever since. He's so, a yeah. genius. He's an absolute genius. He can do everything. He can write music. He can research people's VIN numbers. I mean, he can do it all. Have you, you guys, guys considered? Yeah, I was going to say, have you guys considered hiring George or bringing yeah. in? I, we might try to take him off your hands. I mean, maybe, <laughs> I would, maybe it'll, it'll be a bidding war. For, I for would George. take him just for you guys. Literally, VH. Um, VCR Party Live theme song is a, such a great earworm. Like it's not an earworm in the bad sense. It's like a Pavlovian response. Like I hear it and I get happy, you know, and I know all the words and you could just see, like, I'm like, who, you know, who did this? And when he had George on the show and then he started doing all these other little things and you could see like what a polymath he is. Like he just mm -hmm. can do it all. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, on top a, of being an immense creep. Oh, he's a total creep. He's a right. total weirdo. And that's, that's why we love him. Complete yeah. creep. Yeah. So, and so people can see you guys just to make sure we all know uh, people can see you guys on Tuesday nights. And I guess really at any point they can watch the back episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They can watch uh, Nick Pruer and Joe Pickett here on, uh, on VCR party live uh, as part of the found footage festival. Right. Now you can watch it on YouTube as well as um, Facebook. And, and part of the fun I think is, you know, being part of the comment section, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube, you know, being part of the community and just like playing along at home, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Well, we have the best common commenters and in, in all of the internet and everybody's cool and there's no dicks and like everybody's funny and everybody's talented. Like people send in stuff like somebody sent in um, a VHS doll with teeth. We call it tape boy. And he just spent all this time like dressing up a VHS tape. It was like, who are these people? And, and sent it to us. And then uh, we, we decided to, to commission him to do another one. And then we had this uh, giveaway uh, where he dressed up a VHS tape as another character in one of our other videos, Bargain Bernie. And I mean, it took him like six months, but it's a work of art. Like it's, it's yeah, it's fascinating. Our, we have the best fans, better than yours. Oh God! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we we actually have we actually have uh, very rude, unintelligent. Ugly, <laughs> yeah, ugly we're from too. Philadelphia, so we uh, it's a lot of knuckle dragging, I mean, mouth breathers. It'd be it's weird just, if they weren't. It's just seven guys in a dart league that, that play <laughs> us in the background while they play on. Very that. horribly <laughs> racist. Um, yeah, just yeah. awful okay. human beings. They're awful. not nice to their mothers. It's it's really 
we don't know why we keep doing this for them. Yeah. Do they comment anything other than fuck you? (laughs) No, that's (laughs) no, that's it. Okay. All right. We get the Eagles chant every now and then in the comments. Uh, Okay. I mean, that's probably the best thing. Fly Eagles fly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll actually find where we are recording it. We usually record it either at at my apartment or or Jeff's house. They'll actually show up and uh, rough us up a little bit. Like, okay. Physically. Like a uh, rock through the window or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, a, just, a, just a brick through the window with a, with a nasty message on it that I'm not allowed to read. On okay. Air. Our fans dress up VHS tapes. <laughs> okay. So. I take your fans at, at any point. Anyway. Well, and I should tell you guys, so basically what, now what we used to do when we, when we first started this, uh, it's called Junk Boss. Jeff and I are both runners. We would literally run while we podcasted. We had, we figured out a way to podcast remotely. So it would only be audio and we would literally take guests with us on a run and we would describe what we saw and just talk as we ran. But uh, puffing and puffing. Yeah. Yes. You would not, okay. we, at, when we first started, I, I was probably a little more of a huffer and puffer. But then we realized, just run slow. Right. And, and you know, but the problem is, and I'm going to talk to you guys about your technology and, and how you do things. When we first started out, it was like an iPhone with two microphones on mm-hmm. cords. I would hold the iPhone, hold one, Chip would hold one, and we'd have a guest. And we'd just be running through Philadelphia, like trying to dodge people and trying to get the interview interviewer like mic'd up. We would have like great, some of the runs were awesome. Some were just like so much ambient noise, wind. Um, yeah, it started, I, I tweeted like five years ago, I uh, have a great idea for a running podcast. The only problem is it's a podcast while I'm running and just as a joke. And then literally a week later, I get a message from Chip. Hey, let's do that. <laughs> Just as a stupid joke, I was the like, idea was terrible. One I love time. it. I love it. Yeah, yeah I, I thought the worst idea for a podcast would be like running podcasts and runners in general are super annoying. Yeah, and they're hard to take at that level. But then taking it to that level where, we, and Chip and I would get so many looks from people as we're running, talking very loud, you know, through very kind of dense groups of runners we were not social distancing at the time no right people hated us can, a lot of people I, were not can happy. i ask you some running questions yeah yeah because so, runners are a different breed aren't they they're they're kind of weirdos as far yeah. as like athletes 100%. go yeah and like right now are you on that next door app like are you trying to like see what the neighbors are talking about that's an app where you can talk you know my wife everybody's is, talking about in the neighborhood yes yeah, she definitely like like a boom happens at 11 p.m yeah like somebody you hear a big boom and then the next door app on and blows yeah, up exactly. to like, oh, it's fireworks. Oh, it's the, you know. Right now, everybody on next door in my neighborhood are mad. Everybody's mad at runners because yeah. they're not social. They're just flying by people very closely. They're not wearing masks. Everybody's mad at runners. And I'm like, it must just be a runner thing. And I have seen it. Like runners don't give a shit. They don't. Well, I think- what, what I do, and I, I, can, I can tell you this myself, when, when I've been running this past week or so, uh, I just hold my breath the entire run. <laughs> I usually make it about three blocks and then I just pass out. Oh, so no coronavirus gets into your mouth. Right. Or, okay. or, or leaves it and you know, God forbid. I'm or get, yeah, yeah. So I just, so I just, I just don't breathe for the entire run. Yeah. It's usually about three blocks and then I just, I just pass it's, out. It's anaerobic blocks. exercise. Yeah. It really, it's 100% anaerobic. There's zero right. aerobic in it. I'm not getting anything into my lungs, but well, I'm keeping everybody safe. I think yeah. that's the. I'm going to hop on next door when we're done with this. And I'm going to tell everybody to do that. Yeah, yeah, just hold your breath as you run. And I think that's, that's well, a safe, easy way to do it. Let me ask you a question, because um, I got a treadmill this week, and I've been running oh, nice. on it um, in my house while wearing, while watching uh, TV. 
But the problem is I live in an old apartment building with fairly small ceilings and floors. So I can hear my neighbors walking upstairs and I'm worried that the boom, 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 boom is can be heard loudly uh, from the floor below because it shakes stuff in my apartment. Yeah. So yeah. is that rude as a runner to do it in a New York City apartment? I would say, I would say this. Um, if you can find on the internet, and there's places you can go for this, find uh, some videos that have uh, people in the midst of uh, the act of lovemaking mm -hmm. yeah. and play that loudly along oh. with the bumping. So the, website's like, called, the, the website is lovemaking.com. Go there. Okay. Yes, lovemaking.net. Lovemaking.net. I think it's the only place on the internet you <laughs> the can find net, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And you play that loudly along with the banging sound. And instead of like, oh, this jerk is, you know, running on a treadmill for a half yeah. hour, I'd be like, boy, this guy's... Uh, He's making quite, love quite on the, a treadmill. Quite the yeah. Casanova. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of treadmill this love. He's really, really horny. They'll yeah. ding my doorbell and I'm like, I can't high five you now. I'm really sorry. Again, it's social distancing rules. Uh, ex exactly. And I, okay. I think that's the way to do it. I think that's, that's, that's how good I advice. I didn't realize there were videos of other people having sex. I, didn't, I have to look this up. That is. Yeah. Check that wow. out sometime. Look okay. it on the, look at it. It's on the internet. You can just go how, right how on the internet. How about google.com, Nick? Yeah. Google.com. And, okay. and just Google naked, uh, naked married couple. Uh, uh, well, they have to be married. Yeah, obviously. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're a sens sensual man, I guess you would, you'd probably be into that. Right? Sensual? Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. Sensual. Nick is a very sexual man. That's the other uh, ongoing thing on VCR parties that we've pinpointed. We've determined that Nick is a very sexual man. No, yeah. nobody's and, determined yeah. that except you. Well, uh, well, I mean, there was, a, there was a period where he was playing a lot of very sexy videos. And it, like consistently, it, like suspiciously. It was mm -hmm. like, you are so horny. Yeah. Spe speaking of which, one of my favorite videos that I, that I saw, it was during when I opened for you in Philadelphia the last time we, we worked together. Uh, so I don't know if it was the current, or maybe the last tour that you were doing, but the meeting singles in St. Louis. Oh, yes. Oh, how to meet women in St. Louis. How to, how to meet title. women in St. Louis. Is, yes. Oh, I've learned hard. a lot of that. I, I've, I've only ever been to St. Louis once, but when I go back, I'm, I'm using a lot of Oh, that. you're prepared. The yeah. tips. I mean, it really is video, very specific. The whole video is so weird. They, they, go, they run through all the different places where you can meet women. So like one's a park, which is like, okay, I guess. You walk up to a woman at a park. It's kind of weird. Um, and then there's one. Uh, oh, the weirdest one is an estate sale. They're like, you can meet women at estate sales. Sure. Yeah, romances in the air and a but, but yet, but yet they make it very specific to the city of St. Louis. Like, oh, you couldn't be in Chicago at an estate sale and right. in that way. They don't even mention the the arch at all. Like, you can't meet women at the arch. They should have said yeah. the arch. Like, this is where you can meet some women. Is the but the, sure. they don't even mention that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. supermarkets, uh, parks, estate sales, nightclubs. Did you know you could pick up women at nightclubs? <laughs> I'll have to put that one down in my notebook as well. In St. Louis, you can. I don't in know. Louis, I don't know. I don't hey, know. We'll not, oh, well, not here. Yeah, no, because you can't yeah. do that in Philadelphia. Apples and Actually. oranges. Yeah, 100, 100%. Uh, no, I, and I don't want to get too much into it, but, but I, we want to introduce uh, our listeners and our viewers here. So this will be audio and video. So they'll be able to hear you. They'll be able to see you. Can I just uh, ask, but, Chip, is the, is the cold open over? I just, for my own. <laughs> no, no, we're going to do okay, another. Okay. It's another about 54 minutes of a cold open. Then we'll actually start. There's an official demarcation. You, you and then should just okay, call okay. the show the cold open. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. We, we really should. We yeah. really should. We really should. Um, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Now you guys, and, and I should say, I've met these two gentlemen. I met these two gentlemen working on a television show. We were writers together on a TV show about five years. Can you believe it's been five years? since? Whoa, we no. Five crazy years? Crazy talk. 
Oh, right? Five. You're yeah, talking crazy talk right now. Four and a half. Four and a half years since we wrote on TV show. And you guys have known each other since middle school. Is that right? Sixth We're grade. We've known 10, each other. Yeah. 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 About 10 years old. Yeah. And can, can, can just really briefly just sort of describe your live show and how that sort of started. And then obviously then it transferred into, into VCR party too. Well, Joe and I, we started collecting videos in high school. We'd find old VHS tapes at thrift stores. There's a McDonald's training video I found in the break room of a McDonald's I was working at that kind of set thought, you know, there's gotta be other videos out there. So we started hanging out in Salvation Armies looking for stuff to entertain ourselves. And so Mr. T's educational video, um, we found like a beard trimming how-to video, just like weird stuff you'd find at thrift stores. I, I should say too, the, yeah. the, the training video that Nick got at that McDonald's was incredible. It's called Inside and Outside Custodial Duties. And it's, it's, it's for janitors to, uh, it, it, but McDonald's obviously multi-gazillion dollar corporation. And this is the best shit that they could come up with. It's just so low budget. They try to have a story along with it. They invent their own mythology within it. Mixie. Called Mixie, yes. Yeah. And uh, we just got obsessed with it. And then we roomed together in college and we would have ongoing, like we would bring people in and we'd play it for people. And then we'd have an ongoing commentary. That's really where it, that's where it started. And then, in, yeah, in then the, the hierarchy of training videos, when did the Wendy's grill skills come into the picture? How much after the McDonald's? Nick, you found that one at yeah, Kim's, didn't you? Yeah, at Kim's video in the East Village in New York. It was in their bargain bin for sale. And uh, yeah, it was called Grill Skill. And uh, so that was probably the year, it was like 1999 or 2000. So it was, it was like, like before we started doing found footage okay. festival, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I actually got a job at a Suncoast video. Do you remember Suncoast video? Sure. They were sure. in malls and you could and buy videos. They, they didn't rent videos. They, were, they would sell. Sale. They would sell them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had heard that they had the, the worst training videos, that they had one training video in particular that was uh, Wayne and Garth, like impersonators, talking to you about customer service. And I was like, oh, I got to get it. So Wait, so, I actually, so they did not commission Dana Carvey and Mike Myers? <laughs> they didn't get, they did, oh, weren't okay. able to get them. Just, okay, especially just when they're at their peak. I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, please proceed. <laughs> so I actually, I went into, I, I was living in Minneapolis at the time. I went to a mall. I went to the Sun Coast and I picked up an application. I filled it out. And then I, I, I got an interview and I actually got hired uh, at the place. And then I was like, can I watch the training videos? And they're like, ah, oh, we don't, we don't really watch those anymore. But I saw uh, the stack of training videos. So I worked a four hour shift. I went into the break room. I grabbed the stack. I put it in my, into my duffel bag and brought it home. And I copied them all over. The next day I went back, I brought the tapes back and I was like, here are the training videos back. I can't work here anymore. The commute is way too far. Um, but you know, thanks and sorry. And so I got all the training videos, but the Wayne, the Wayne and Garth, uh, customer service video was not in there. Um, uh, so, uh, but there was, there was one, uh, it was Siskel and Ebert impersonators uh, giving thumbs up and thumbs down on, on customer service. It was a small oh. consolation, but yep. it was, uh, <laughs> it was something. And then, yeah. so anyway, 15 years after we first started collecting, we uh, had gone to see a, co a friend's comedy show in um, New York. And it was a little back room with about 50 seats in the back of a bar. And uh, they had a TV screen or the, uh, a screen where you could play comedy videos and stuff. And I'd gone to see Stella uh, and they had a video portion of their show. And I was like, oh, maybe we could actually do like a comedy show that involves our video clips. So it's kind of like what we would do in dorm rooms, but for the public. And uh, 
so we did it and i think because it was like at the time when this was 2004 so it was like people were ready to sort of look back at that era and laugh and so we got a lot of good press about it and youtube had youtube didn't exist at that point either yeah and so people, uh, a lot of people sold out. They said, come do it every, every month. And uh, we started getting um, requests from people all around the country to bring the show to their venue in Minneapolis or uh, San Francisco or wherever. And eventually we just started saying yes to more and more of those. And it's been a full-time job uh, for, I don't know, 11, 12 years now. When you first started doing it, I mean, the technology that we have today compared to back then, how hard was it to like just you weren't actually popping the VHS tapes into a TV and projecting. Like what, what were you doing at your live show back in 2004? Uh, we put it all in DVD. Yeah. We were okay. able to digitize all of them. The yep. technology was there. So we were able to digitize it onto our computer and then edit them. And yeah, you, you know, we take these 60 minute videos and then we, we find the, you right. know, the funny, like three minutes worth of funny parts. So yeah, we were, we, we had to do that. I mean, actually as the technology has gotten better, it's been harder for us because there's fewer DVD authoring programs. Like oh. the, the program we use has not been updated in 10 years because no one burns DVDs anymore. So you have to keep an old laptop that has a disc drive in it. Yes. Oh, that, that has yes. like five different adapters on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like every, every yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> fire wire, you know, like, I'm going it's, back have, to the oldest firewire. It's, it's, you have yeah. like a 30 pound laptop from like 20 <laughs> yeah. years ago. You, you gotta, yeah. Don't die, it, don't it, die. It, the other thing that's different from when we started was that now the thrift stores don't have VHS tapes at all. Like you go in there and they'll have like, you know, Titanic and uh, Jerry Maguire and Liar Liar and, you know, like all th those movies, but they won't have the good shit anymore. So we, we we've started to panic a little bit, but fortunately we have like, 11,000 I think it's 11,000 videos that we yeah. have in our office so uh, I've been to the office before and it's one of the most amazing places I've, I've ever been to in my entire life just the sheer volume of uh, of VHS tapes is, is incredible it's just yeah. floor to ceiling of it, it's a fire hazard it really <laughs> yeah. is like yeah, yeah. I actually did Collapse alert them. the local authorities about that I I, I don't know if rightfully so I'm glad any, you did thank you anybody from the city showing up but I, I felt it was my duty to you know for your safety we as appreciate a narc. it yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and another source for you guys to get your your clips is, and it's the happiest I see you two guys when you open your boxes uh, <laughs> live from that. It to me is amazing. Like you, you know, when you first start out, you get maybe like a little box. There are episodes where you guys are just giant boxes and box cutters, and you couldn't. And you you you're like Christmas morning, both of you. Oh yeah, and I, I went to the office yesterday, and I hadn't been there in a week or so, and. Uh, we, we have like 10 more boxes just sitting there. Yeah. Like people just keep sending them to us. And, th and that's the best because now people know our sensibilities. Right. And they know what we're looking for. We're not right. looking for, you know, Titanics. We, you know, the, the, somebody sent us, uh, we have one viewer, Bob, who sent us a Hooters training video. A Hooters training video. And it's so homemade. And they're trying to be funny. And they're, they're teaching you how to sell calendars to customers. <laughs> The weird thing is that that a Wayne and Garth uh, impersonator hosts that one. Oh, really? I, I didn't yeah. see that coming. That's, but, yeah. Wow. But it's actual Wayne and Garth. It's yeah. really, really, they did get those two gentlemen. I mean, they got Hooters money to throw yeah, around, exactly. which, which, which is good. So, now, how are you guys? Uh, how are you guys making out during our? Uh, are you are you staying in? Are you social distancing? And how's that? How's that working out for you? Yeah, I'm, I've been staying. I actually grabbed all of our DVDs. So we have a huge stack of DVDs. And that we never really go through. People will send us DVDs. 
And uh, I figured this is the time to do it now, mm -hmm. like to grab these boxes of DVDs of, of like good stuff too. Like there's, yeah, I mean, I don't know what if I can show you. Yeah, well, I don't know. There's, uh, here's a hair bleaching video. A, a video <laughs> That's gotta how to be, bleach yeah. your hair. Yeah, you know that's something. Nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been watching that, and um, oh, uh, a biblical approach to spanking. <laughs> I mean, we're we're still able to do our job. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, as somebody who's an indoor kid, this is sort of like vacation. It feels great. Um, uh, but I get out to walk my dog every day, twice a day, and uh, today I kind of was get feeling a little stir crazy, and I drove to Coney Island just to see if it was if the boardwalk was open, mm -hmm. and no one was there. I mean, there's a handful of people, but everybody was pretty far apart. So I just took uh, my dog down to Coney Island and walked down the boardwalk, and it was eerie. Wow. Very eerie, but wow. Yeah. Cause I was uh, just like, where could you go in nature that's somewhat remote? So I just went out to that closest beach and yeah. Oh, that's wow. It's so I, weird. I, I'm I'm actually you know what my plan is tonight? I'm gonna watch The Watchmen and I'm gonna make brownies. I'm gonna make goddamn brownies. <laughs> I've never made brownies in my fucking life. No. Never. But you're gonna learn. I got, I got brownie mix. I'm gonna make some brownies and I'm gonna watch TV on a Saturday night. Are you kidding me? It's the best. There's no expectations. I don't have to go out and like tell jokes to drunks tonight. I get <laughs> it's in. Yeah. There's no there's no FOMO at all. There's no. no fear of missing out at all. You're not missing out on Jack Squat. So now's no. the time to like do dumb. Hunker shit. down. Like, it's a, it's it's an extended snow day. That's what, that's all it is. It's it's the greatest. What I, do I'm you guys it. do when you're not researching like video like. What's fun for you besides, you know, watching like training videos and, you know, and I should say, and, and I should say, I don't want to jump in right here because I do want to hear the answer. And the one thing that I want everybody to, to understand with, with you guys that I love that though, all of those thousands of VC, uh, VHS tapes that you have, almost virtually none of them, if I'm correct, are feature length movies. It's not like an old yeah. video store where you're watching a police academy movie. They're, they're literally all. No, they're special, they're special interest. In, they're all special interest. Yeah, special they're interest. always in the the special interest section. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And like promotional videos that like you you bought a razor and you would get this tape along with the razor. Right. You know what I mean? Like, How to videos, training yeah. videos, people's home movies that they didn't eject from the camcorder before they dropped it off at Goodwill, stuff like that. Yeah. The it's the thing is like back in those days, like everybody was shooting before that, everybody was shooting on film, so it was expensive. And then all of a sudden video came in and it was so cheap and they just had to yeah. hit the red button and then they got a video made. So anybody with half of an idea could get a video made and, and people just churned them out constantly. Exercise videos. There's so many exercise videos. Here's, here's Blesser Size, a religious exercise video. Sure. Yeah. Here's AMPM. I mean, there's just so much stuff that they just churned out. Constantly. And I think we're so much savvier now because people know that like, if, if you make something like the, what we're doing right now, people can view this forever. It's going to be online forever. They can see it, they can hear it. Like back then, nobody thought anybody was going to see it. So they were, I think, a lot less self-aware. Yeah, it was all ephemeral. Like you did, like, for example, we have a video called um, uh, How to Identify Machine-Made Marbles. That video is probably for three people in the world. Like right, you have right. to be not only a marble collector, but somebody who cares about identifying which ones were made by machines as opposed to blown by hand. Yeah. Uh, and There's one on uh, how, to, how to spot counterfeit Beanie Babies. 
Yeah. Like that was a problem, I guess. That, and they're like, let's actually still there's two videos. No, there's two different <laughs> two videos, separate two different videos. companies. Yes, that made how to spot counterfeit uh, Beanie Baby videos. And those were only intended for Beanie Baby enthusiasts. And here we are, 30 years later, um, watching them on YouTube. But and I always- Joe, and Joe's calling up the phone number that's on the Beanie Baby uh, the box, right? With yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's one of my favorite parts of your show, or Joe, where you get very excited. <laughs> to call a number that probably hasn't been live in 30 years and then nick trying to talk you out of of <laughs> well, doing you, that you know there's one video that we had recently this is a controversial episode um it really and i have the video right here and chip i know you're a cat guy too big time. Your cat wants a massage yeah. it's his massage yeah. cat video and uh george tracked her down and gave me your phone number and he's like, don't call her yet. She, she wants to do a phone call before we air. And, uh, but the phone number was right there. I was like, and, and we were shooting live. And I was like, let's just call her. Let's just yeah. see what happens. And so I called her and like, everybody was mad at me for that one. Even she was, she was kind of mad at me too. Cause I <laughs> yeah. reached yeah. a lot of trust on that one. <laughs> wow. Your, your wow. impulse control was out the window. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm usually drinking during the show too. Yeah. So like, then that factors in too. Yeah. So um, what you're saying is you're sort of persona non grata in the cat massage community right now. Well, she and I, this, this her, she and I, <laughs> we text, we text every so often about cat stuff. And we talk okay. about orange cat. Like I talk about orange cats cause I'm a big orange fan. And, uh, and then she, yeah, she has her opinions on cats. We, we text, we, yeah. Okay. So we're friends now. We're friendly. That's good. That's good. But yeah. Yeah. Allow me to, uh, in addition, when you sign up for Patreon, you give money to the Found Footage Festival. They have, I believe they're called extended plays, where you guys will play pretty much however long the video is. And just recently, you had maybe the, the greatest um, example of what you do was uh, One Kid's Opinion. Yeah, we were in um, high school and we're I think all we did basically on Friday and Saturday nights was go over to somebody's house and watch public access television. It's small town, Wisconsin. Yeah. There's not a lot to do. Yeah. And so we would watch public access TV and always have a tape in the VCR in case something good came on, we'd hit, hit record. And um, there was this, we missed the first five minutes, but there was this kid named Mark, who's about 11 years old, a little bit younger than us, and was reviewing his recent trip to Disney World. It was called One Kid's Opinion. And this kid was so precocious. He would get mad at the camera guys for not switching the shots quick enough and like roll his <laughs> eyes. And he would talk sort of like an adult. Like he would be like, wonderful places to dine in the Magic Kingdom. And we were just like, what? You're 11. And, uh, but he just was like, clearly. You don't dine when you're 11. You don't yeah. dine. No. And, uh, and it turns out um, years later, we tracked him down. He lives in Madison, Wisconsin, where we grew up. And, uh, he, uh, I guess, had a pretty good sense of humor about it because we invited him to a show and uh, we met him in New Orleans, actually, where uh, he was living at first. Then he moved to Madison and we kept in touch. And we recently, through Zoom technology, watched the entire video with the kid who's now 40, 41 or something. And uh, it was like uh, inside the actor's studio for the 1991 public access show. Yeah. One of my favorite parts was you guys probably know the video better than he does. 
So Definitely. you 100%. guys, I love that for years you've had problems with, he would give something three Mickey's something else, five Mickey's and you guys, it's probably been bubbling for years. You're like, how did that get three Mickey's and that get five? And you right away, you were ready with these questions. And he was like, Oh my God. <laughs> we asked the tough questions. We're the you really did. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't access. a cakewalk for poor we weren't, we weren't going to let him off the hook. No, no. We, we wanted some goddamn answers and we wanted them now. Well, the <laughs> thing that bothered us most is he, he gave, he loves star tours and he says five Mickey's definitely because that's, well, that's all I'm allowed to give. And if I could give, give more, I definitely would. And we're like, you invented the Mickey rating system. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just add a sixth Mickey? And he told us the inside scoop here uh, is so this that- This is breaking news here. This is an exclusive for you This guys. is an exclusive, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, um, was that the graphics program only had enough space for five. <laughs> five so Mickeys. He was physically limited by how many he could give. Okay, he, so it wasn't just that he was so beholden to his own roles. No, he, he could have probably given like a- like a, a phantom sixth Mickey, if you well, wanted to, it just wouldn't be graphically represented. But you know, he was eleven. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Also, the director. Oh, I'm jumping into the weeds here, but no, this is where I wanted <laughs> the director, to. Director Nancy Flannery, she came up with the Mickey system, and I think right. that she, I think she was the the mastermind behind the Mickey system, and then he kind of took it on as his own. I, what what's the episode you you can it's you know it was maybe one of the best examples of what you guys do <laughs> really well. I my wife came down while I was watching it, like she put the kids to bed. She comes down and she's like, "Are you watching a show?" I'm like, yeah, just... and she's like, "All right, I'll watch." And then she just sat there for the pe- the, the final twenty minutes, and we're like, "God, we love Mark." Yeah, <laughs> he's the best. Isn't he the best. He's so like yeah. He's, he's just... like a Mensa. He's like super intelligent. Yeah. Slightly, slightly autistic, which he found out much year later in life, and just had, he was very earnest about the whole thing. And so, yeah, it's fun to find out the. Uh, I mean, sometimes we find out a story or meet somebody, and you're like, I kind of wish we hadn't done that. But uh, <laughs> I think you were pretty excited when you met Rem Lazar. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that was a big one. I mean, the the big the big lesson that we've learned from all this is is don't meet your heroes for the most part. In general. Yeah. But occasionally <laughs> we get lucky. Yeah. Unless it's Mark giving out five Mickeys, then. Let's yes, definitely. Uh, he's allowed to give. Did we we met? Uh, did you ever see the um, Dancing with Frank Pachowski video before? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? It's a it's a guy in Los Angeles. He had a public access show where he would dance in speedos around a semicircle of elderly people extremely elderly people yeah yeah, yeah. and like and, we, and and it wasn't just regular dancing too it's it was disturbing yes exactly well he did one where it was just like kind of interpretive dance but then he did a second one he got away with two episodes the second one was a dinner dancing where he would take food and pour it on top of him he'd put a french dressing and pour it over his head or like crack eggs on his head and put his feet into like huge economy sized skippy jugs uh and uh Did so he we barbecue got, chicken at one point barbecue chicken? Uh, he put a, he yeah. put a chicken down his pants yeah that's, yeah, right. yeah that's right yeah so we got an opportunity to meet that guy and uh that was that was one where we should have just let him be you know mm-hmm. and we spent we hired a, we hired a private detective to find the guy <laughs> and flew out to la we didn't have any other reason to be in los angeles we flew across the country and, and by the way we're not getting rich off this show no, oh, yeah, obviously no. but we know when to spend our money but yeah. you just figured this guy who was dancing nude in front of very elderly people, he's probably going to be a normal guy, right? So let's meet him. <laughs> we thought we'd have a story to tell, but uh, yeah. We did. 
Yeah, we, we, we got a story out of it. Yeah, we flew out, out there and we spent so much money to go out there. And he, he had very specific instructions. We, he wanted us to meet him at the second lifeguard stand to the right of the Santa Monica Pier. It was very specific. We went down there. He was in his Speedos. He wore a mask. And we, we filmed an interview with him. He didn't answer anything for real at all. He was just kind of, you know, playing his character. And uh, we left with more questions than we arrived with. Yes. <laughs> hundred so percent. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, occasionally that will happen. Uh, yeah. So that that's that's usually what happens when we meet these people. But yeah, on VCR party, like we met uh, Mark Huntsman, great dude. One kid's opinion. Yep. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Rem Lazar, we met him, and he seemed re- very excited to tell his story, and it was actually very touching. Him kind of going through his career with you. You know, the uh, brothers McMullen he was in, basically telling you, yeah, I'm a legitimate actor. He's legit. And, and yeah. then he, how much love he had for this completely strange Rem Lazar video. Children's, it's a children's movie where he plays a blue mulleted superhero sort of that the kids make out of garbage they find around a, a shed. And he comes I, to life. I just want to say the first time that I ever saw this, this movie, I thought, I was like, it's got to be religious, you know, because mm-hmm. it kind of felt yep. very... It's a little uh, off. Christian-y or something. But it wasn't. There's no, like, religious themes to it or anything then my second thought was it's got to be canadian it yeah. has to be canadian because just something seemed off you know how canadian shows are just a little bit off the lighting's our... a little worse the budget is <laughs> the budget isn't quite there but it um, wasn't it was an independent film shot here in new york city and uh 1989 yeah, low budget yeah. by a 23 year old director we talked to him recently too we had him uh yeah he was great yeah in the, in the 90s my wife and i you would start finding like late at night video like stations would just play rock videos and if something was a little off we'd play the game christian or canadian right? oh really are and you it, serious it was to a t <laughs> you'd be like these guys are they're dressed like grunge but they're a little off they're not really legit they don't they don't seem they seem a little manufactured and then like 20 minutes later you'd hear like and the light of christ and you're like nope yep or then right you, on, you're, you're like you're like right on schedule right or then you just hear like that one canadian vowel and you'd be like oh yeah yeah but it was great i mean it was i believe uh you know speaking of uh of jeff and his his wonderful wife uh he was he maybe went on the greatest first date ever I did. with his with his now wife when when they first dating do you can you just uh share with those guys it's one of my favorite stories one of my favorite dating stories You're talking oh. about the uh the basketball yes yes oh yeah uh <laughs> i started working at a publishing company and one of the salesmen said uh hey i have tickets to a sixers game tonight um i don't want to go do you want to go i'm like yeah he's like yeah they're courtside run under the basket i'm like all right and i just asked out my wife this was like our second date and i'm like you want to go to sixers game she's like yeah so we walk in, I'm like, I buy a program and, and we sit down and I opened the program. It was like Willy Wonka. There's this giant yellow ticket and it said, you have been chosen to attempt a half court shot. No. Halftime. And, and I literally looked at it and I'm wearing like work boots, not looking <laughs> great. You know, horrible, horrible 90s sweater, um, you know, white jeans probably. And there was a kid next to me in full basketball gear with his dad, who was like in full basketball gear. And I said, do you guys want this? And, and the son was like, uh-uh. and the dad's like, just do it. And he's like, uh-uh. and Kelly, and Kelly just looks at me. She goes, why don't you do it? And I'm like, oh shit. Wait, 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 what, what year is this? 
is, is, Allen, is Allen Iverson on the on the court? No, it's the worst Sixers team you can imagine. Okay, all right. Sean Bradley is on the team. Oh, oh. yeah, he's all eight feet tall of Sean. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'll do it. So halftime comes. They're like, anyone has a magic ticket? Come right up. Ten people. We're gonna go. You know, shoot shoot some uh, baskets. You can hit a half court shot. So I line up. I'm number two to go. As I'm lining up, the guy who's in charge, the promotions guy for the Sixers, guy I went to college with. I'm like, Mark, he's like, Jeff. And I'm like, he's like, are you going to do this? And I'm like, I'm going to try. He goes, here's a little tip. Don't aim for the basket. Aim for the clock above. Everybody comes up short. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So I go up and I'm like, I didn't want to look like an idiot and just do like the throw. So I went up and just did like one dribble. And I went from the chest. I got boom. And I turned around and I just went like this, like, all net. Yeah. And I didn't even look. And as I'm walking back, I hear, Ooh. and then I looked at the final second and it went in all net. Whoa. And Holy the, shit. the place went like bananas. Literally all I saw underneath the basket was my wife jump up. I me, mean, my girlfriend at the time go, yay. And I'm like, yes. So I, oh, I would marry. I mean, I would marry you. That's marriage material great. right yeah. there. That's marriage material. You're a hero. And I, and I like try to jog back to my seat and like every Philly guy is just punching me, dude, 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 <laughs> grabbing my head, like just hugging me. And I finally sit down and like three guys are just like, dude, dude, dude. And one guy leans in like total Philly guys like, dude, uh, you can ball, right? You just didn't get lucky, right? You're a baller. And I'm like, dude, you can't imagine how much I can't ball. Like I've never, you know, I, I barely could hit a, a two pointer. What, what did you win? I won. <laughs> I won a trip to Disney World, Whoa. Uh, a whole week, uh, a car, a rental car, trip to Disney World. And, you know, this was like, I was 20, you know, or very early 20. So was Kelly. Her grandparents like, are you going to share a room with that new boy you're dating? <laughs> like, I'm, I don't have money to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do the math. I mean, this is a man here. <laughs> yeah. So it was... Uh, it, it was, was awesome. it, it, it was a five Mickey experience. Oh, it's totally. <laughs> wow. That's one where I wish you could give more, but you know, rules yeah. are rules. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. exactly. Hands are tied here. It's all yep. I could give. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That is mad. That's amazing. That's a fairy tale. That's what yeah, it was great. Are all, that's a, yeah. It's I, wonderful peaking at 22 and it's all biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Now, now he hosts a podcast with me. <laughs> Oh, how the mighty have fallen. It really, Those Philly really. guys, do they still like high five you? And like, do they still do that to this day? Oh, they recognize me. Yeah, most okay, they recognize Okay, all right. I mean, also throw garbage, but yes, a lot yeah. of high five in his entourage. Yeah, but it was, it was the worst. Phil- Joe, the team was horrible. It was like they were losing by 30, I think, at halftime. But you know? Sean Bradley saw it, though, right? Sean Bradley saw you sink that. Well, I think my joke was I made one more point than Sean did tonight because he had one uh, three throw and he had a point and I had, <laughs> and I had three points. I guess it was three points and two points. Uh, yeah. There you go. Oh my God. Highlight of Amazing. my life. That's a have good you guys, step. either of you guys had a halftime shot during a basketball game? We both have. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I we just both have. Okay. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. I forgot. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I think you tell your story first and I'll tell my story. Okay. After you All, right. Your story. All right. There I was with Jeff's <laughs> wife. <laughs> How many Mickey's Nick? <laughs> Surprisingly, right. only three Mickeys. You yeah, get, yeah. Would well, you no. call them Nickies? No, oh, yeah, Nickies. I call them Nickies. Nickies. Yeah. Nice. yeah, but I gave it yeah. three because I'm a real bitch that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
that should be a new thing on the show. It's called Nicky's, and it's like three pictures of Nick's head. Nick. Oh, yeah. I love like it. Five out of five Nicky's system. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. But I have, but my since it's my since it's my rule, I'm going to allow as many Nicky's as you want. Right. Not, really? You do that for me? <laughs> Check with your millions. You got it. Do you wow. think uh, will George be able to handle like forty uh, Nicky's on his screen? Well, he better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you. I think you'll be able to handle it. He'll be able to figure it out. You can do anything, guys. I have a fun topic I want to bring up. I, okay. I hope that you guys would. I believe we're all kind of. I'd say music fans. We all are. Oh yeah. Maybe like music geeks, even not geeks, but we have a particular set of of music we like. We know a lot about it. I know Chip and I spend the majority of our show talking about it. So recently, um, John Prine died. Um, you know, famous musician. Yeah. But he was one of those guys totally out of my wheelhouse. I literally had no idea who he was. I thought he was, we have a, a radio station, WXPN in Philly, that would mention him every now and then. I'm like, it's probably just some old folky guy who's dead. Right. But when he did die, like every single person I've ever met on social media was like crying. This is the worst thing ever. He was such an influence. But the funny thing was like, they've never mentioned him in the history of their lives until he died. Yes. Right. I, I, I've experienced the exact same thing. I had no idea how many friends of mine were fans of John Prine. I'd heard of him. I hadn't heard any of his music until yeah. I found out that he died. And I've been listening to it a lot lately, actually. I really like it. Yeah. But th those fuckers never told me about John Prine before, when he was alive. So what is the term? You know, like stolen valor. Yeah. yeah. Right. Where you you kind of steal, you dress up like Chip and I have done it where you just dress up as like a Marine and get a free dinner. Um, we do it all. We do it all the time. Right. It's, it's, it's just an honor. To, it's just an honor to serve. It really is. Yeah, you get on the airplane first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's a, an equivalent, a stolen valor of stealing fandom that you didn't deserve. Mm. Like when Bowie died, or when like Prince died, you, you could easily glom onto that and be like, "All right, name five Prince songs." But people are like, oh, "Raspberry Beret," and. <laughs> But if the person, when, you know, John Prine died and my friend who I know has never listened to him is just like, my life's never going to be the same now. I'm so sad. I feel like just coming through the screen, I'm like, name three John, name one John Prine song. Yeah. Like there's yeah. some sort of stolen. I, I think, but I think it's tough for people. Like when John Prine died and somebody told me about it, I was just like, oh yeah, I think I've heard of him. You know, like it's cooler. It's like, oh yeah, it sucks. I loved his music. It's easier to say that than it is to say, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the song that he did? Was it the one that, you know, and he has like this catalog of five million incredible songs and you're just the dope. You don't want to look like the dope. Nick, were you a John Prine guy? I was because as a kid, I, we, we listened to it. Please yeah. don't bury me and stuff like that. So, yeah, but I didn't feel the need to let anybody know I was a fan. <laughs> I, I mean, so if like it, it, it was like it, as an adult, I never listened to him. So, right. you know, it's not like... Um, I think but the I, one, I, the thing I figured out, it's a lot of people's dads were into him and they were mm -hmm. like, this is what my dad played in the house. Yes. Back, you know, There's nostalgia to it. Like, yeah. please don't, yeah, please don't bury me with something I listen to all, well, a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the, we're looking for the sniglet for that. Yeah, I would love a sniglet. I, <laughs> okay. I need Rich Hall, Rich Hall to chime in. Okay. What would be a good one? I, uh, I, maybe, maybe, maybe now, since it's, it's coming out now, maybe it's called Prine Syndrome. Yeah, it, it it's it's he it peaked with his death. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like like it's being coined now, 
after that happened. So I think that you coined it after the person who started it. So mm-hmm. I would say Prine syndrome. Like Lou Gehrig's disease, this would be yeah. Prine syndrome. Exactly, okay. exactly. Yeah. That, would, that would be my vote for okay. which. That's good, I like that. Chip, did you, uh, were you a Prine fan before? Or? Yeah, I was aware of him and I heard a couple of his songs and they were great, but I never, I never took the deep dive. So I can't say that I, I can't say that I was. You know, Have I you heard the, the 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 top song on his Spotify is in spite of in spite of ourselves? Have you heard mm-hmm. that song? Yeah, really funny. It's a really, really. funny. That's song. why I liked him because yeah, he had he was like a, a folk singer who actually had a sense of humor. Exactly. That's why yeah. I, I dove in is because like he's genuinely very funny. Yeah, and, uh, it kind of it reminded like I know Moldy Peaches. It reminded me of a Moldy mm-hmm. Peaches song. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what came first, Moldy Peaches or John Prine and this woman who sang the song. Uh, but it felt like a moldy peaches song. But All right. I need anyway. I need each of you now for the record to go on record saying who you're going to be very sad for when they die. Meatloaf. So Meatloaf. So you don't Meatloaf. sound like a Johnny Come Lately. Each of you, Chip, person that you're going to be very sad when, and you can't say Alf. When Alf dies, I know you're all going to be sad. Yeah, we're all going to be. That's very well that. documented. Flags will be at half mast. Right. Yeah. So. Let's think. You got to be on record right now. Okay. Chip, you're oh. probably going to be like, what are those old classic rock crap you like? The uh, the two brothers. The, the almonds? Brothers? No, the, uh, the, uh, the, the brothers who fight all the time. Oh, the Black Crows. Black Crows. Yes, I'd be very sad. So about. when I'd one be... of the Robinson dies, you will be... Right. You okay. know, okay. You know who I'm going to be really upset when they die, when he dies? Like, and it's, it's, it's going to be like heart-wrenching uh, uh, is when, if, when Tom Petty dies. Uh, I'm going to be really upset. Chip, are you sitting down? <laughs> I am, as a matter of fact. Yeah, he, he went the way of Wayne from Wayne's yeah. Barton store. Yeah. Really? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. This is... Yeah. This is gonna, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Joe, what about you? Uh, for, for me, um, the, the last musician death that really affected me the most was MCA from Beastie Boys. Yes. Like that yeah, one that actually was, affected me. That, that was rough. Because that's just such a childhood kind of, uh, uh, you know, guy. But, um, and then it just, you know, you're never going to see the Beastie Boys play again because of that. Um, but for me, it would be, it'd probably be Robert Pollard from Guided by Voices. Yes. He's yeah. already getting up there in, in years and he He's still doing a lot kicks, and he smokes a lot. What's that? Yeah. He's still doing those high kicks, though. He's still doing the high kicks. I've I've gone to shows where he had to cancel because he threw his back out, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, and he's getting up there, and he but he's still churning out the music. And but his music was such a coming of age for me. It was like oh, yeah. in college, and like I was becoming a man, and just listening to his music and going to his shows, the camaraderie and spilling beer it was just like I I have so many fond memories from seeing him live and listen to his music that Did i would you be devastated see the uh it was just recently posted a like a 25 minute tour video from 1996 guided by voices no what, what is it a, a, uh, a if you tour go on, video yeah it's like a 25 minute video really well shot by this guy um tour footage uh oh. of just the band playing live it just and that's like golden age too. Like yes. that's like that's like yeah. B thousand and oh, yeah. Alien Lanes. And, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Alien Lanes tour, I believe. And is that the same um, guy that did that did the pavement video? There was a guy. Did you see that recently? The guy came out. And there was a pavement video from from the Kyber in Philadelphia from ninety two. Oh, yeah. Is that and he the same, put up, is, is he the put up thing? all the videos from like a different yeah. guy? But okay, it, it just the videos from nineteen ninety six, and it was really well shot, and it's on YouTube right now. It's twenty five minutes, and it literally takes oh. you. That's my plan tonight. I'm going to make brownies and I'm going to watch that. <laughs> Nick, what about Sounds you? Great. 
Get on record right uh, now. I, well, this is no secret, but Weird Al Yankovic. If he right. died, oh, there yeah. would be a, a yeah, big... Totally. That, that was the formative one for me. It's such the first cassette tape I ever owned, uh, the first record album I ever owned. It would be like... And, the, and one of the first concerts I went to. So that would definitely be a formative one for for me i don't know how you'd celebrate because it's all everything's a parody so what how do you seriously mourn that that would be tough but yeah you can yeah. you cannot not make fun of it when he dies right yeah i, guess I, I think he it that way his parodies maybe you wear like a black hawaiian shirt like if you make like a very muted uh hawaiian you, shirt you know what i like to attire. think is that maybe he has something in his will where he's just like, play this song upon my death. Oh, yeah. This what is if the it's song the most that I. Sincere, beautiful <laughs> song that he just held on to. That it's, it's not a parody at all. It's just like the most serious, beautiful song. And, and that's what. He'll outlive us all. Remember it by. He's I know. He's like guys. super healthy and vegan yeah. and like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, he's, he's a, probably a teetotaler and he's just going to live till like he's 96, like all the old comics. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we don't have to worry about it. We'll be long okay. dead. Good. Speaking of Weird Al, I have to say, I was very upset, like, and this is many years after the fact I found out that one of my favorite parts from the movie UHF, of Weird Al, of course, uh, is the guy Raul's from Raul Wild Kingdom. Yeah. He died in the midst of filming that. Apparently they were going to have more footage of him. There's going to be more scenes with Raul, but he, he was killed in a car accident or something like that during during that time yeah trinidad silva i think was was his name and yeah yeah i I, saw, I heard that on the commentary of uhf mm -hmm. so yeah i think we lost joe and i actually yeah. have to get off yep. at some point okay too, so yeah we, yeah. Yeah, we, we uh we, well we actually have to keep if you if you're if he's not here we actually do have to legally keep you for another 45 minutes Un so understood yeah unless, it's part of the contract we signed gets back on <laughs> then I, th I think we're gonna have to uh, totally get it so yeah. before we say uh goodbye to nick everyone make sure you go to you can simply type in Found Footage Festival on Google, find it there. Yeah. Definitely go to YouTube and type in uh, VCR Party Live. And there are 102 episodes. You're going to become addicted very soon. Then you go to Patreon, Found Footage Festival, throw them $10, $20 a month, and you get all this bonus content. And it's amazing because right now you have nowhere else to go. And you're going to need extra bonus content. You're going to need videos about bunion surgeries. You're going to need videos about uh, <laughs> Wendy's training videos. Uh, you're going to need maybe 20 different exercise videos that end with the word ersize. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is your one-stop shop. I literally, I watch nothing but cooking videos of things I'm never going to cook. Yep. I watch main cabin masters and I watch VCR party live. Wow. Elite company. I know it's, and you're probably the top. Wow. Top of those other two. That means a lot. And Nick, I've never actually seen the show, but I'm excited yeah, to no, check it out I, at, some, at some point. Yeah, I know it's a learning thing for, yeah. yeah I, I'm trying to go through all the episodes of Monk right now. When I'm done, <laughs> I'll jump on to VCR. I know you got your priorities. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for having us. And thanks, of course, yes. to the good people at Lids for, uh, for sponsoring uh, this episode. Great, great brand for thanks, anything. Thanks, Nick. That you appreciate having you on. Yeah, thanks, Thank Nick. You. See you guys. Do it again. Okay. Chip, you stay on. I'm here. I'm here for the long haul. Yeah. Good. How are you? Those guys are the best, aren't they? They were. They were. Uh, they're good friends. Great guys all, all around. Yeah. yeah, I honestly can't recommend the show enough. I mean, stress free. And I think the problem right now, a lot of TV shows, people are like, "Hey, you know, you you watching this show?" I'm like, "It's a great new show on Amazon Prime or Netflix. It's about this child murder." 
<laughs> yeah. And I'm out. Or right. this is a great one. It's a serial killer and they're trying to retrace his steps in 12 episodes told in flashbacks by a third character who you never see till the end. Right. That's stressful, you, Chip. You just want a guy in a Speedo shoving chicken down his pants. Yeah, that's that's I mean, all you want. <laughs> I mean, you don't, need the, you don't need the drama. You don't. Chip, uh, want to do a little pet talk real quick? Let's do a little pet talk. Oh, and it's a shame we didn't get to it. Uh, I have to say, speaking of pet talk, my wife, oh, and, and I am too, uh, is obsessed with Nick's dog. Oh, Nick Marty has a, a pug named Marty, who's one of the greatest guys. And uh, I, I was lucky enough to meet him once. And uh, he, he's, he's, he's a great little pup. So we didn't get a chance to meet him, but maybe some sometime soon. So how, how is, uh, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do a little yeah, pet let's talk. Do, let's do some pet talk. Let me play a little bit more pet talk. Okay. There we go. Pet talk, guys. Um, dogs are good. Last night. Wait, hold I'll on just one second. Yep. Uh, hold on just one second. Okay. Hi guys, how you doing? This is Jeff going solo. Oh my God, here comes the best dog in the world. Here he is, little Mr. Handsome Face himself. Yeah, we got, guys, we got this Stanley is here. Stanley Broadbent Chantry. Hyphenated. Let's see, let's see that little face. Oh yeah. He has a little What's bow tie up, here. Man? He, got, he got a red bow tie for Christmas and we just, we haven't taken it off. He likes it, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, it yeah. looks great. I don't know why you would take it off. Right, right, exactly. Put him right up here. Yeah. Oh my God! Will go. he stay up there? He might. He might just. Say, oh, he's gonna lay down. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Hey, buddy. Hey, um. Oh, there you go. Stan. Come here, Stan. Hey, buddy. Treat, 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 treat. There you go, buddy. Good Orange boy. crunchers. When Good you get boy. when you visit the uh, Chantry household, you get to give Stanley a treat, and normally his favorite treat is uh, carrots, and we call them Orange crunchers. Yep. And uh, I like to give him two. He likes to crunch them. He loves. He loves his little crunchers. He can't. He can't go outside and come back in without having his uh, his orange crunchers. Uh, if yeah. you look over on the couch right here, there's a little white a dollop, right? I see that dollop right that there. That is Star. And last night, um, that's Shelby's seat normally. And I put, I made the mistake of putting this kind of, not hard blanket, but a, a, a blanket that was washed and it's not very malleable or squishable. Sure on the seat where Shelby likes to sit. So she went to sit while Kelly was on one end of the couch to make her bed. She likes to mush down the blanket, wrap it around herself. She gets there and this blue hard blanket, she spent close to a minute completely. I've never seen a dog more pissed off in my life. Man. Just angry. She could not get it, could not get it, could not get it. it was so mad. We like jump up to try to, um, to try to help her with it. She's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And just kind of then sits on top of this hard blue blanket. And she was, I've, I haven't seen her that mad in a long time. Oh, that's a shame. Did now, are you still going to be using the blanket or are you going to move on from there? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. We have to have a family meeting about it and uh, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So it's a high, it's a high level meeting you have to have. And it's an unfortunate meeting, but I think a very necessary meeting that you have to have as a family. Yeah. Well, Chip, this was a very fun episode. This was our first successful Zoom integrated with Facebook podcast, correct? It was, yeah. And I do have to say, I, I apologize. I'm going to put Stanley. I think Stanley wants Bye, to Stan. jump down now. So say goodbye to the people, Stanley. Say, say, say hello. There we go. Um, I misunderstood the idea behind today's episode. I right. know that we had planned it and we said, oh, I think we got Joe back. Is Joe I'm back? here. 
Joe, uh, was that my fault or was that yes. somebody else? Well, oh, oh, yeah, okay. you used some inappropriate language, so we we had to kick you off. <laughs> this is the internet, you know. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, I think I was laughing about Weird Al Yankovic's death the last <laughs> I heard. And then yeah, you can't make off. fun of the Yank. Uh, that pulls a lot of weight. Like he's, we thought, he uh, really does, yeah. we thought you yeah. needed a bidet break. Yes, yes. I yeah. did actually want to make myself a drink. So did you, okay. what are you drinking, uh, Jeff? Uh, a, a vodka and soda. Nice. There I've been drinking way more. That's the other thing, the downside of this. I've been drinking way more than normal. Yeah. Sure. Well, you just don't have to go anywhere. So it's, huh? it's all right. You don't have well, to go anywhere. Exactly. You know, well, why not? drinking is like the mustache of, because it doesn't really matter, right? right? I mean, like, life doesn't matter anymore. No, it, yeah. it really doesn't. Yeah, it's like, just put it on your face. By the way, oh, I do have to say, going back to the music thing, uh, and that's probably what it was. Is maybe was Nick, too? Yeah, well, he... He, he had to leave. Off, I think he had another... Uh, Easter, Easter oh, mass yeah, celebration. Oh, God. He's very popular on the internet. Um, yeah. I do have to say my music guy that yeah. when he does go that I'm really going to be upset about, Michael Stipe is going to be oh, my, yeah. uh, God forbid. I think yeah. he's going to live to be 150, but uh, I think Michael when when Michael Stipe's uh, number comes up, I'll be... I'll I could be totally happy. see that. Yeah, I wasn't a huge R.E.M. guy, but I could totally see that. Like, yeah. Have you been to Athens, Georgia before? We went there on our honeymoon. That was one oh. of our stops. We took a road trip on our honeymoon down south and we made sure that one of the stops was Athens because we're both huge RM fans and we saw the 40 watt club we saw the that, yeah. that church that's barely there anymore but the church where they played their first thing we oh we actually went to um it's it's is it like we deezers or something like that the place that says automatic for the people it's like a chicken, yeah. chicken takeout restaurant, restaurant. yeah automatic for the people we went there and we were going to eat there it was a saturday and it was like open at 11 a.m or whatever we got there at 11.05 we're like we're ready to go they were closed that day for a private event because they were catering something but we met the owner and he came out and he's like oh yeah i'm delivering all these chickens to some car dealership that's having their big picnic <laughs> today or whatever he, but he talked to us for like five or ten minutes and was was the best guy. So we didn't get we didn't get chicken, but we did get to talk to the owner of. And didn't you get you and Kim did the shiny happy people dance in the at one of the video locations and you filmed it, correct? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We just uh, uh, yeah. We also I also uh, stood in a very decrepit wooden room that was leaking water. Right. And I I, uh, I did some dancing like this for about fifteen minutes, just uh, a la what? losing my religion. I was there, so we do. We try to do a show there every year because it's a great city for found footage. It's a and, great town. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great city. Little college plus, town. plus, you got all the Elephant Six stuff too. You yep. see, so you have like Neutral Milk Hotel, and you got uh, all the you know the bands that came out of that too. Elf Power. Uh, yeah, Elf Power. Yes, I saw them live once. They're great. Um, but so I've never. I I wasn't a huge REM fan. I know the hits. I didn't. I don't know the deep cuts. But I was at the Manhattan Club. Did you go to that place? There's a bar in Athens. I, I don't uh, think we made it. It's there. the coolest bar. It's like a top five bar for me in the country. It's like really? one of the coolest bars. Oh, wow. And I, there was like there's like this little lobby area that you sit in when you wait to go to the bathroom. And I was sitting in there with a dude, and we were talking. I think we were talking about the art that was on the wall. It was just like some campy art, and we were making jokes about it while we were waiting to whiz. And then uh, I went in and whizzed, and I came out, and I was like, "Hey." Good, good to meet you. It was Mike Mills, it turns out. Oh, out really? and they were like, oh, that was Mike Mills that you were in there chit-chatting with. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't even know. I, I, I could tell he was a cool guy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't realize he was part that. of a vibe, but I, I just didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I got Mike Mills mad at me on Twitter. Really? <laughs> this was such a, 
you know, like when your friend sells you out by like at replying your name to, or their the celebrity name to something you said? Yes. Now, this was completely innocent of me. I simply said, there has never been a good song written about baseball. They're all horrible. They're all hokey <laughs> and people should stop. And then someone replied, what about the baseball project? Right. Mike Mills band with some other baseball nerds and they sing like bad baseball music. And what isn't one of the guys like he's like the organist for one of the stadiums. Is that? Is yeah. That- for the Boston Red Sox. And he's yes. a great guy, Josh um, Cantor. Okay. So I just simply responded one word horrible. Like, like they said, what about the baseball project? And I just said, horrible, just let it fly. Right. Sure. 10 minutes later, Mike Mill replies, Oh, and who are you, Mr. Wiggs? And I'm like, oh, shit, time uh, to backpedal. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wait, so he was in a band called The Baseball Project? Yeah, look it up, Joe. Yeah. It's, it's odd. It's like they they are just fans of baseball. You know, like Stephen King and his like friends formed a band and they're all like movie people and they play yeah. horrible music. Yeah. There's like a whole group of like pol- politicians get together and they play horrible music. That's what this was. It was like rock guys who just all love baseball. Yes. And I'm like, that's great. So, uh, Michael Bolton, who plays horrible music. Loves softball. Big, he loves softball. We have yeah. one of his Michael Bolton's How to Play Softball. How to Play Softball. Really? Yeah, exactly. So he's, the, he's, he's one of those guys. And yeah. uh, we, we've shown this video before and you watch it. It turns out Michael Bolton had a softball team that he would tour with guys mm-hmm. in his band, but I think there were a shitload of ringers in there. Ringers, yep. I don't think that they were actual members of the band. Maybe there were roadies, who knows? Mm-hmm. Sure. But yeah, they, they, they would go from small town to small town. I think they would raise money for charity by playing, but they would destroy, destroy. the small town teams <laughs> because they just jacked home runs every single time. The scores were always like 48 to seven. I go. I go see that. I go. See I would. I think too, that's just actually. Bolton being like, people are going to think of me as some like, you know, wimpy ballad guy. How can I show them I'm a macho guy? <laughs> yeah, softball. Uh, yes, Twilight League softball. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, softball, uh, Mr. Greg Gethard is on right now watching. So, oh, fantastic! Regulator, Greg Gethard, uh, one of my. I believe guys. you had oh, his cool. brother Joe yeah, Chris on. Yes. Your oh show. yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever actually met Greg before, but uh, I met his brother. Yeah, we had picture him on the show. picture. Uh, Chris, okay. a little more energy, and when I say a little more energy, yeah, <laughs> okay, all right, hold on, uh, a second. all right, I think I got it. He's okay. also great with money. Uh, he's a financial guru. If you ever get the chance, if you need to learn how to, uh, uh, you know, invest your money, he will give you uh, real estate schemes, Is uh, Ponzi real? schemes to get into. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I would check him out. I would check out financial guru Greg Gethard. Financial are, you, are you being for real on that? Because I don't know if if that's for real or not. Uh, it, it it is and it isn't. Greg, uh, if you're if you're still listening, uh, give it give us your uh, little testimonial. All right, Greg, Greg I'm going to email you, and the subject line will just be dollar signs. Yes. So yeah, he will do that. Uh, we so Greg and I, I will say a little bit. Pull. He's done a few programs as financial guru Greg Gethard, where he literally does a financial seminar. At, a, at the same comedy theater where we've performed at. Uh, and okay. uh, it was it was hilarious and I helped him with it. And then this is going back maybe two years, Greg. Uh, we decided to go to our own, you know, those seminars where you go to like in a basement or like the lobby of a hotel and you, yeah, yeah. you go for the free one and then they sign you up for like, oh, it's a $3,000 if you really want to go for the actual thing. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. 
so he, he made one of these. He did one of these shows, which was great. And actually, uh, uh, Jeff was in the test testimonial video with me and uh, really funny and really crazy. And then Greg and I decided to actually go to one of these oh. the King of Prussia that I think the Hilton and King of Prussia. We're all in King of Prussia. <laughs> it was <laughs> my favorite city name ever. <laughs> it was he, he just said, uh, this is the best thing we ever did together. And I totally agree. It was 10 times crazier than what Greg did as a parody. Of right. It, it was it, it was literally like they would literally just we had to wear name tags and there was like 20 of us and like you know, half the people were like immigrants. Like you could just tell they're just, they're oh. taking advantage of these people. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, and, yeah. and so he would literally like, this guy would talk to us in this silk shirt and he just kept looking around and he would literally be like, so if you want to make money, Joe, what you need to do is you need to invest with this program, Jeff. And he just kept saying our names to, and then finally there was like these creepy other people in the back of the room who were there with contracts that you're supposed to sign if you wanted to sign up for the seminar for the actual seminar that was like nine hundred dollars. So he would he's like, okay, if you're ready, go back there. And then he would keep talking. And then I'm sure there were ringers, but people one by one would go back and start filling it out and start making out a check for nine hundred dollars or whatever. And like he would really start to make you feel bad if you didn't go back. So Greg and I decided to go back <laughs> just to look at it. And you were you were specifically not allowed to walk out of the room with one of the contracts because it was like through the Cayman Islands and it was I'm sure it was illegal. Okay. So at one point, Greg started to try to steal one of the contracts, <laughs> and we were leaving, and they he he screamed at us and, and uh, kicked us out of of, this, <laughs> of the financial. But now, but yeah. you made millions ever since then, right? And that's how you got well, all the CDs. I mean, look it. at all the CDs I own right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm very wealthy now. It, Yo, it, worked these, out, it worked out really I cool. remember in high school, I had a, a kid, uh, a friend of mine, who wanted me to get roped into this. I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was called. It had a Cutco real knives? Was it Cutco Knives by any chance? I, I, I can't remember what it was. But he, yeah. he said, he goes, and when they pay you, he goes, here's the best part. They pay you in front of everybody, and they give you clear plastic bags full of cash. And they hand you that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, try, he's trying to lure me in. He's like, Forget about the summer job. You don't have to do it. I got our ticket out of this hell hole right here. Plastic Clear bags. plastic bags cash. of cash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yo, man. To give you an idea, Chip and Greg are also got kicked off a Butler message board yeah. for uh, causing trouble. They literally, well, you know, Butler's like a rich person will have a butler. Oh, like, right. Right. Yeah. So there's a message board where professional butlers yeah. would just, you know, Try to, it was called it's modernbutler.com or modernbutlers.com. They still call themselves called. butlers. Yes. I feel like apparently, yeah, would have changed at this point. Exactly, and the, uh, especially, the verb especially is... after all the murders, you know, <laughs> that they do. You think they'd want to distance themselves? I don't want a that. butler in my house. No, no he's gonna no. kill you. So, yeah. Joe, just picture these, you know, guys just trying to like go on a message board, trade some, you know, trade tips about what's going on in butling, butling. <laughs> And you get these two assholes, Chip and Greg, yeah. just on there to cause trouble. Just pretending to butler, be. Pretending to be rogue butlers. Oh, uh, oh! if you look in the comment section of our of the, the Facebook thing, Greg just put it up. It's, uh, yeah, modernbutlers.com. Uh, and and I, st I still remember the, the, uh, the motto of butlers is friendly but not familiar. 
<laughs> that's what you have to be. You have to be friendly, but not you don't want to be too familiar with the family. You're not a member of the family. You would be very friendly, but you want to keep it just. So the, I, I remember the one story that I made up. So we post these things as butlers and like ask what butlers. you know advice of the other thing. I think Greg's was how do you ask for? I think he's like how do I ask my master for a raise? And he would refer to him as a master. How, would, how what's the best way to refer like to ask him for a raise? And he did this thing where he's like I crawled on all all fours and I massaged his feet. And then, you know, all this stuff. And oh yeah, oh, the twin sons. So the one that I did was I told this story about how I was a butler for a family in Hermosa Beach, California. And they had uh, twin nine-year-old boys. And the one nine-year-old uh, was killed in a windsurfing accident. And they didn't really talk about it too much about the death with the other son. So the way he processed it was he pretended that I was his brother and I would have to sleep in bunk beds with the nine-year-old brother every night until he fell asleep and what's the best way to stop doing this and then and then we got kicked off the, yeah we <laughs> realized the jig was up at that point right like right yeah yeah they, they, realized, they realized it okay yeah. <laughs> you, you flew too close to the sun i think <laughs> we, did, we did the wax melted just a little too much well, um, one of my favorite things, actually and i might have even showed you this joe because i remember it was during our, our our stint writing for crazy talk was one day I barely did any work on Crazy Talk because there is, there's a section of Philadelphia called Roxborough. Roxborough is a neighborhood, big neighborhood in Philadelphia. It's, it can be a rough neighborhood. And both Greg and I lived there at the time. We lived right down the street from each other. And uh, there's a, it, this group called Roxborough Rants and Raves. And it was a nextdoor.com type thing, but it was a Facebook group. And we would cause trouble on that and always ask, we get this question. And my favorite question that Greg ever asked, he just, he just posted to the group, he's like, Hey everybody! Just what's the what's the best place to watch teenagers? What's the best place to go to watch teenagers fight? <laughs> and, and we <laughs> and we got in so many arguments with people like, why would you do this? Why do you want to watch teenagers fight? And then I was a, I was like, we're we're good people, and we'll we'll tell them not to fight, and we'll tell them that. We, we break them up. We break them up. Once it goes, to, once it gets out of hand, we break them up. We break them up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's the best to, place to go to watch teenagers fight? And oh, I mean, just, oh, my, my other, my other favorite that Greg asked. He oh, I said, got tears on that one. Wow. He asked, he asked the group. He said, Greg, and if, uh, please correct me if I, if, if I get this wrong, but he's like, he, he wrote this whole post about he needed to get a gift for his best friend's wife for her birthday or something like that and he's like where's the best store to go to buy my best friend's wife a cute top <laughs> like a cute shirt and people were just appalled they were just they were so they were like why would you be buying your friend's wife a cute top that just doesn't seem appropriate at all and it's i think just, it, it's it, off it, just it, enough yeah. to, to make you feel uneasy about it yes yeah. That's Greg, though, right? That's just yes. just enough oh, to make you just toe in the line. Just to, oh man, that's that's yeah. brilliant. Uh, yeah. Chip, where did we did we go to King of Prussia to uh, the 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 uh, the Stooge Con? Oh, the Stooges. No, the Stooges Festival. That was in I want to say Trevos, maybe. It's it's okay. in the Northeast, like Ben Salem. It, it, uh, Jeff, is Trevos near Ben Salem? Is sure, that, why not? Okay, I think I think it was Trevos. <laughs> that was one of my favorite. Uh, me and I remember just being, having tears streaming down my face. I was laughing so goddamn hard at that. Oh, we, we went to the Three Stooges uh, conference 
uh, about way back three, four years ago. It was it was called Stoo- StoogeCon. I think it was Stoogecon, called StoogeCon, Stoogecon, and like Stoogecon, Curly's yeah. grand Curly's grandson was going to be there, mm-hmm. and Curly's grandson was there. It was just like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, we people were asking me these crazy questions, and like in uh, the episode, so, of, <laughs> you know, Peyton and, and Flailin, you, you know, what, what did Mo really mean when he's like, ah, I have no idea. Or the, my my favorite thing, they literally had a, they would have these breakout sessions, these different seminars, Q and A sessions you could go to. We went to one that was the Shemp seminar, <laughs> and it was like Shemp's daughter-in-law, and like some. So it, it was so it was so far removed. It was like yeah. Shemp's daughter-in-law's roommate's brother or something like that it was just like it was so far off from shemp and speaking of one of the one of the most teary-eyed i've ever been just trying to hold in a laugh was uh nick asked a question and nick can just be so serious about it and he just asked a question he's like yes uh and I'm sitting right next to him, and it's a well lit room. It's just a conversation. He goes, I think we have uh, it yeah. on video somewhere too, because I think I was I right next do. to him, and I had I the think camera. We do. Yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, yes, uh, uh, tangential sh- uh, shemp question. <laughs> no, I, think, I think he said like, yeah, I have a tangential sh- shemp related question. <laughs> and I, <laughs> this room is packed too. Related. This room is fucking packed too. I, I'm and he has the microphone. Over. Yeah. Oh, it was. Oh. <laughs> oh, and then well, speaking of shemp. They actually, so they would have these different viewing rooms. Like there was one, and it was a three-day conference where people were staying in the hotel. There was a big room that had 200, 300 people that just showed a loop of Three Stooges movies just 24 hours a day continuously. So yeah. you could just go in and out, watch it whenever you wanted to. And then they had some smaller rooms with smaller, more niche Stooge things. And there was one room called the Shemp Room. And Shemp <laughs> Which I didn't realize. I have a shemp room room. here too. Oh, that's I did. I did. I apologize. I've been here. Everybody has a shemp room. Sure, but he he made his own shorts, which I didn't realize. Where he was different characters, and he it was exclusive from the Stooges. But he so we would watch these shemp videos, and and which was just crazy enough. So nobody was really in that room. Nobody was really in there. Nobody was in that room. So we took that over for a while. But then we went to another room. We walked in, and they were showing on again on a loop the. Three Stooges movie that came out like in the 2000s the with the Fairley like, Brothers. I think the Fairley Brothers was it the Fairley Brothers? Like yeah. they made uh, with, was French Stewart in it or yeah, it Will was French Sasso? Stewart, Will Sasso, and oh shit, who played Mo? I know that's the key. Yeah, yeah I, I can't remember. But what we did was we walked in and there was about six and there's probably 40 or 50 chairs set up in this small room with a screen and there was about four or five gentlemen sitting in there spread out watching this, you know, recent Three Stooges movie. But we realized that it was just the DVD menu that was on a loop because like, so like nobody just pushed play. Yeah, exactly. We sat there for, I think, 20 minutes at one point and people are just sitting there watching it. And it's just the, you know, 20 second loop. Yeah. It was that that it would like stop and then the loop would start over and we we were in tears. We we're just like let's just keep watching just the DVD authored loop of the of the, of yeah. the DVD. Guys, the the stars of the movie were Sean Hayes from Will and Grace, yes. Will Sasso, and Chris Diantopoulos, who was a Canadian actor who was I the thing I think I saw him in was um, Silicon Valley. So okay. not okay. a big name. Right. But he played Mo. Yeah, uh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Right, that's another I thing mean, for you to do tonight, Joe. You have a Guided by Voices video. You have a Three Stooges this movie. This is the greatest pandemic ever. And yeah. you just have a plate full of brownies in front of you. As oh, you, I can't as wait. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of you. I might, would it be inappropriate social distancing if I drove up to <laughs> Brooklyn and like hung out with you tonight? I have a I'd window right there. Like I could, I could I'd give you like a lawn chair and you can okay. like sit outside the that. window. Maybe I'll do that. And then we'll watch the uh, three. There's, there's, there's no brands. traffic right now. I could be up there in like two hours. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, you know what we have been doing, Jeff? Uh, Joe has been, uh, we're both fans of the Twilight Zone. Yes. And Joe has been rewatching and I've been rewatching a bit. Do you have any favorite? I don't know how much. Oh, of I just you watched one of, the other. Okay, so I, I got a stair stepper because, okay. uh, you know, you got you know, to sure. exercise. So yeah. that's been my routine every day is around noon, I hop on my stair stepper and I watch Twilight Zone episode. And it, you know, it's a perfect amount of time. And I watched one the other day. I forgot what it was called. It was where uh, Buddy Ebsen from Beverly Hillbillies could uh, telekinetic, like he could move stuff. So he could move, he could flip dice. Right. And uh, there's one, when you were telling the Butler story, it reminded me of a scene that I almost, I was on my stair stepper, so I, but I almost grabbed my phone to record the scene, to shoot a video of the scene where. He's at a he's at a fancy casino hotel, and he goes, "Hey boy, uh, grab his luggage. Grab Ace's luggage." And then this elderly bellboy, it's a bellman, you yeah. know. They called yeah. him boy. They kept oh, calling cool. him boy, and it was like uh, it's an elderly man. Even uh, like as an actor, everybody's calling you boy right now. Yeah, and it just, yeah. Oh, just it, it just. But then and then he gave him then he gave him a tip, and he goes, uh, "Buy yourself a pair of roller skates." To the uh, and. Uh, just, <laughs> Oh, and I've determined, like, I've been watching a lot of Twilight Zone, doing the exercising. My favorite part are, are the, the, the funny ones. The, the, the Twilight Zones that are funny mm-hmm. are, are just the best. And like, how many Twilight Zones were there? Like, how many episodes in total from the there, Rod Serling era? Was there five, five seasons? seasons five seasons. Yeah, five seasons. And there's like 20 or so. I mean, so there, there's, there's, there's got to be well over 100 episodes, right? I'd assume. Oh yeah, I think I think it's like twenty episodes a season. So yeah, probably over a hundred. I think it's like and they're all readily available to watch. They're Netflix. all on Netflix. Yeah, all wow, of them really? are on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. But and then today I watched one that was very serious. You know, it was like a, a little boy committed suicide. <laughs> Tried to commit suicide twice. Oh, it's <laughs> like holy shit! Like this is like in the sixties, and like they're things yeah. are really dark here. Because he wow. wanted to be with his grandma, so he tried to run it out in front of a car, and then he tried to drown himself. And oh, so his grandma died, and then he wanted to join her. He wanted to join her, dude. Chip, you know, Chip, you have an encyclopedic memory of all these episodes, don't you? I, I pretty, like, I have a pretty good, like, that one does sound familiar. I, I, I don't know all of them. The one that really gets me is just so weird. I think it's, I want to say it's the last episode of the series. It's called the Bewitchin' Pool. I think it's called the Bewitchin' Pool. And uh, it's yes. these, these two little kids. Have you seen this one? Yes. Where the two little kids and they just, they, they live in this sort of luxurious house. They have this beautiful in-ground swimming pool, but their parents are just awful to them. And they're, they want a divorce and they're just screaming at each other, screaming <laughs> the kids. And the two kids dive into the pool and they just swim to the bottom and disappear. But they come up in this lake with this like scary old witch lady, but she's like a witch, but she's very nice. And there's nice just witch. all these children that are like this like nice, little land of these like children like this utopia this it's like a yes. utopia of like kids like fishing and it's like a huckleberry finn world yes. and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. but then they realize they have to go back so they dive back into the lake and come up through the pool and instead of being 
happy about it. The parents are like yelling at them for like, where did you go? And like screaming at them. They're like, they're like, fuck this noise and just jump back in the pool and go back to the, uh, the back to the grandma. Utopia um, world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When they're in the utopia world, they can hear their parents screaming at them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I watched that one the other day. That one. Yeah. That's season two, I think. And yeah. it's, it's creepy, but, but like, it's, it's just the weirdest. I remember watching that one. Do you guys remember? I don't know if you ever did this. Uh, when I was a kid, we only had my parents, bedroom had an an ac they had, had an air conditioner and that was the we didn't have central air so that was the only room that got air conditioning because it was just in their window so if it was a really really hot night my brother and i would just bring in sleeping bags and sleep on their floor so we could be in the ac and i remember watching that episode going to sleep one night and just having like weird kind of half nightmares about it the, <laughs> the entire night Oh man, that that episode—you you became the person that you are today because of that, probably. Because right? of that episode, yeah, one hundred percent. In a similar vein, if you go to uh, Amazon Prime, if you have it, there's a new series called Tales from the Loop. Okay, just check it out. It's very Twilight Zone esque. It's just about a um, town in Ohio, year probably around you know eighties, nineties. Not really important, but there's just a um, supernatural thing going on below the town and it's really really stark slow paced and a couple episodes i can't stop thinking about it's that kind of twilight zone feel where it ends and like something dramatic happens that is so low key but at the end when you figure out oh my god he's now this yeah and i can't so what's it called tales from the loop tales from the loop amazon prime eight episodes it's based on the artwork of a Swedish artist who just for years has been painting these beautiful kind of like slightly dystopian landscapes of like a normal town, but there's just like a giant robot in the background. Oh, did he do the artwork for Scythe for the board game called Scythe? There's Maybe. Yeah. Scythe, where it's just like, yes. Oh, they, yeah. I know they're, that. they're haunting all the fo- all the artwork's yes. really haunting because it's subtle. Oh, I didn't like know they made a TV show with yeah. that stuff. There's oh. like two kids playing in a field, and then there's this old rusted, yes, like That's robot. Scythe. That's the game right. Scythe. Yeah. Yes, totally. So oh, they finally, his name Simon, I Simon something Swedish. Um, and it's great. It, it's one of those things, oh. like I said, you're like, oh boy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. At the, I, at the, at the I, final. I, yeah. I have to recommend a show. It, it's a really weird one. It's about this guy who, I, he's not a cop, but I think he goes around and like, like solves like these different like crimes or like gets involved in these weird- Oh, Magnum P.I. No, no, no. It, it's, it's like that. Okay, it's like that. Yeah. But he's got this car and it's like a really souped up car and it's like a sports car, but the car talks, talks to him. Talks. No, so that's Magnum like P.I. The, that's Magnum P.I. It's Magnum P.I. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, this, it's this black, it's like kind of like a Camaro kind of car, yeah. but the car- talks yeah. to him the it's the guy from baywatch the, the guy from baywatch hat and a hawaiian shirt. magnum pi the car's name yeah. is he's the guy PI. from baywatch. his name's magnum <laughs> oh okay okay yes okay magnum pi yeah. the car the talking car is magnum. check that show out it's it's okay. great basically the twilight yes. i'll check that out yeah. oh speaking of things to check out joe uh i think we should make an announcement to the world i think it's right time I think, I think it's time, time. yeah I think it's time for for well, us to unleash unleash something into the world and it's still in the very infant stages. And you, can you and I share a be... screen, Chip? Do you know how to share a screen? Uh, yeah, I, actually, I think I can. Uh, give me just a second. If you guys want to chit chat for a second, I, I will pull this up. And this I think is, I um, yeah, this is also this is also our ticket out of this hellhole. <laughs> yes, it is. 
Yeah. This is uh, no, I don't think you go a VCR party live without saying those exact <laughs> words at the end of the show. I've determined that it is my catchphrase, and, I and love for it. a while there, I was like, I think I say this too much, but I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just going to keep saying it more and more and try to shoehorn it in every opportunity. I love it. I guess. I, I so, it's my catchphrase. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah We're gonna make it. t-shirts of that next. Yeah, <laughs> this is the ticket out of this hell. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I made up that phrase though, but I'm, I'm running with it. Um, okay. So uh, I'm going to share my screen right now. Joe, do, do you want to sort of tee it up right now? Yeah. So, so Chip and I are both cat guys and that, yes. I think maybe that was how we hit it off when we started working at this, this uh, show together. It's like cat guys, we find each other. Yeah. And uh, I, I was over at uh, Chip's around Christmas time this year and uh, <laughs> I met his cats. I got to hang out with them and they had, they were laying there and they had their, their paws in weird positions. And I'm a huge fan of cat paws. And I always take pictures of cat paws. And then uh, I found out Chip was also an appreciator of, of uh, paws too. And uh, ever since then, we've been sending paw pics back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, hundreds of them. Just like whenever there's like a cool paw, like in a weird angle and we, we just I, I think you coined the term paw placement was a paw placement as well paw yeah, placement yeah, was great. yeah it was like check out this paw placement like this is a <laughs> paw placement or like check out this beautiful paw placement mm-hmm. check out this oh, yeah look at that paw placement yeah look at see, the, there's some of the paw placements. just like, the first three and uh so uh, if you want to go to instagram to at first sticks like a, it's a first stick a paw is basically a stick made out of fur yeah fur underscore sticks at, like, look at look at that it, look, it looks like yeah, it looks like a fur stick. It looks like a fur like, stick. Yeah. And like, let's, uh, let's take, like, take a look at these. And, you know, we have some interesting, um, you know, interesting captions like, check out these fur sticks because we want people <laughs> to be excited about it. You know, check out these fur sticks or this uh, one. Fur sticks, party of five, because there's five of them. <laughs> oh, they're just hilarious. But see, here's the thing. And then this one, it's just like, fur stick. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's, that's like a solid seven inch right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, check out that first. Now, are these are we highlighting Ernie and Gary and Joe, your cats, or are these just many that's all we have so far? We don't, okay. have, yeah, and, and we're not limited to cats either. We want to get some dog fur sticks in yes. there. We want to get some uh, like an like I, like even though iguanas don't have fur, I'll take up an iguana paw, guinea pig. Yeah. yeah, I'll take any any kind of fur stick. And remind the world of your cat's name, by the way, Joe, because he's featured in two of these photos. Oh, Munch and Twinkie. Yeah. They, so, do you, can you can you tell the difference do you know oh absolutely yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's twinkie on the left and that's a uh, munch on the right there okay oh yeah okay. yeah and, and then right in the middle are my cats you have uh the the middle one with a fur uh fur six party five on the left here you have yeah. uh, ernie and on the right with the white paws you got gary right here yeah big fan of, of white paws zero comments so far that's that's crazy well we, <laughs> we only just started six, it two days ago we literally the, just started yesterday two days ago I who guess. are the six followers six followers uh, me and you and yeah. then uh, some other yeah and that's pretty much uh pretty much it me but, and, you and and it's although we've already gotten some people that i don't know which is kind of nice my my lovely wife here james heskey you know james oh Heskey met him. once uh, we get cooking on this thing we're gonna yeah. have a book deal Simon right simon schuster's gonna be calling like we're like we're yeah, it's our ticket out of this hellhole. It really is. First sticks. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys, I gotta go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really, you have brownies. You have brownies to make. You I have brownies. TV I... videos to watch. Yeah. Wait, remind me. Okay, so Tales yeah. of the Loop. What was the other thing I have to watch? Oh, the Guided by Voices. Guided by uh, Voices, 1996 or, video. I don't have a pen or, yeah. And Magnum PI. 
And Magnum, Magnum PI, the one about yeah, the talking that, that underground. It's like an underground show, right? Yes. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Nobody's really heard of it yet. And uh, when Nick left, we uh, we we made the uh, recommendations. Everybody out there, you go, you type in Found Footage Festival on your Google. You're gonna find uh, them. You go to VCR Party Live. You type that into uh, actually YouTube, and you're gonna mm -hmm. see all the episodes there. You go to first fur underscore sticks. You're first gonna, sticks. Yeah, you can make the first comment on first sticks. Yeah, right. it'll be the number one numero yeah. uno. And then a week from now, you're gonna have a Patreon for first sticks, and you yeah. guys, it's a ticket out of both of your hell holes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. and look at these hell holes that we live in right now. That's yeah. right. Look at them. Just look at them. Yeah. Look, look, look what I got right here. You know what I have right here? This Pull is it out. out. Let's see what it is. Let's, I've got what, what is this? Bob, Bob Barley. Barley Legend. Okay, that pull, was. Pull uh, another one out. Pull another one out. Okay. Something more obscure. Just tell, tell me, tell me when to stop. I now. More to the right. More to the right. More to the right. Now go. Stop. Yeah, yeah, that, go. One. that one looks good. Let's see it. This one is. Oh, the replacements, Tim. Oh, Tim. Which is weird. I pulled that one out. Here, I'll try one over here. Uh, up left. Tell me up, up, one stop. More, Ready? Up, up one more shelf. Up one more. There we go. Right there. Stop. Uh, I mean. It is a classic. I mean, Look it's almost you a little with your Bob Marley and your Pink Floyd. Like, did you go? I know to it's, college? My, my, it's my college. My college okay. days. Smoke Let's weed much, Chip? I know. Well, Weezer. Oh, pretty. Pinkerton. I mean, it's pretty. Uh, this should be the show. This should be the. This show. is our next show. Pull it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next. Oh, show here's a good one. Do. Look at this. Macy Gray. Nice. Right. <laughs> Macy Gray. Wow. From that one. What is that song? Try it. I try. Here, here's the thing. I bet you paid seventeen dollars for that CD. Yeah. Oh, I I probably did. You know, it's funny. The other day, I I pulled one out on a. I was doing a Zoom thing the other day, and I pulled it. I forget which one it was, but it was so old. It literally had the Wall Lifetime Guarantee sticker on it. Do you remember the? Did you have the Wall? Like yeah. Wall yeah. kind of video, and then it was the Wall. It was like the record store. And the, it, the wall is a record store, or the wall is the Pink Floyd album. No, the, the wall, wall, no, was, the record wall store. was the record okay, store. I didn't get that. It was like this, yeah. and uh, what they did was they gave you a. It was a little blue sticker, and you put the sticker on the back of your CD case, and it was a lifetime guarantee. So if the CD ever broke, got yeah. whatever, it got scratched, you could bring it back, and they would return it to you. See, wow. that's something. If there was a phone number, Joe would call the phone number yeah, yeah. on the wall to talk. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But they, they were they, like the wall was just like, oh, we're not gonna be around for that long. Yeah, throw, <laughs> exactly. The on. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I have I have CDs with nice price. Oh, I do too. Nice price. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's nice. Chip, that's a nice a, thing. Do you have? That's definitely a nice thing. Chip, do you have a CD player or like do you actually play those CDs? That's the funny part. My wife has like it's literally like a like a clock radio that has a CD player and then I, I do I still have a CD player in my car but that's pretty much it that's Ooh. pretty much it. but I just can't I can't get rid of these things um I bet the speakers are fantastic on the, the clock radio oh, yeah. it's, <laughs> you it's just so crank good. it up yeah pop, pop in some Bob Marley yep yeah <laughs> those little, those little some neighbors up. over guys guys we're having a Bob Marley party Here. we're having a party <laughs> just gather around just get the really close table. We got to dance, but get really close. Right over there, the clock radio. Yep. Yeah. Right there. Don't knock over. It, it's as loud as it goes, guys. Sorry. Yeah. This is. <laughs> uh, all right, fellas. Well, Joe, I got to go. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for, uh, for, for coming by and Thanks, hanging out. And coming back for round two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, we won't fun. put this out. We'll cut this part out, or maybe we won't. Did you have more fun when when nick was here or did you have more fun when he oh, I, had, I had more fun when i when nick would I, I, it was better when nick left because then i could talk more 
Oh, right. Yeah, he's yeah. not stealing all your thunder. Exactly. It's, it's, it's all like, about oh, him. I have to pause so Nick can tell his Wayne Bargain story, <laughs> yeah. story for the 15th time. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, no, it was, it was great. Finally, yeah. we, we lost the dead weight and uh, <laughs> sure. really happy with yeah. the second half is way better. We are going to go back next episode. We're going to invite just Nick on and we're going to ask him the same question. Okay, so, but in, in if, like, if you guys are running again, yeah. I probably won't come on the show. Okay. okay. All right. We'll have a disc golf game though in Philly once this yeah. ends, right? Oh, there he's played go. disc golf with us. He's yes. Because I've actually been thinking about that. That would be a fun podcast is yep. to is to just go around Here's, and we'll talk about this yep. and just play 18 holes in Philly and uh, disc golf. By the way, oh, and I don't want to hold you up, Joe, but the time that you've come a couple times, I think, to play disc golf, at least. Yes. Oh, especially at that park. At the park, yeah, in, in, yeah. in Sedgley Woods. Because there's and always a weirdo there roaming around. across some people. I want to say they were smoking crack. I think they, they had playing. a weird pipe that I'd never seen before. Yeah. It was like this weird, like um, glass like, kind of plastic. Yeah. It was very it was like some brass on there, and it was just yeah. like, and they were like smoking on it. And it was very like yes, yes, like cyber but they were, punk. Yeah. They were yes, that's that's what it felt like. But they were very friendly. Yeah, they were very. They nice. gave tips on how to throw, and I remember he told me <laughs> how to throw one time, and I threw it, and I had this great throw, and everybody cheered, and it was just one of those moments where it just. I did it. Yeah, I yes. did it. Thank Great. you, crackhead. Yeah, it was it was it was your half court shot, Jeff. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. the crack, but with but with like two crackheads, two crackheads yeah. instead of your future wife. Exactly. Right, and and right. Sean Bradley looking on. Yeah, yeah. six of, six of one, six of one. Actually, Sean Bradley might have been one of the crackheads. Might be. Now that yeah. I think about it, the Storm and Mormon has uh, he's he's gone into his second. <laughs> How happy were you to get to say his nickname? That's yeah. nice. <laughs> I didn't know that was his nickname. Oh, I, I just, came, know up, I just came up with it, but I believe he is Mormon. So, uh, yes. Yeah. I, I hope people have given him that nickname. Well, I mean, why would you not? Yep. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. All right, guys. All Thank right. You. We'll, we'll thank you. Yes. Yeah. Nice work. All right. Yeah. We'll Thanks, fellas. See, see ya. Thank yeah. you. Well, we'll, uh, Jeff, round two of the found footage mm-hmm. festival. I mean, we got, we got, that was bonus footage right there. I think right now, the number one thing we have to do is get Gethard back on the show next week. Yeah. Okay, I think that's what we're going to do, yeah. All uh, right, so, so Greg Gethard, if you're still listening, uh, you're going to be our next guest. Next guest. You've, next, you've let's obviously try. been a fan of the, friend of the show. You've been on the show He's before. been on the show before. I'd, I'd like to do another episode with you. So how about uh, this time next week, if we have the same schedule, I'm free. You check your schedule, mm-hmm. yep. and we'll do it on another one. And this will be available at uh, junkmileshow.com. You'll be able to watch the video again, download it. So if you're driving somewhere in the near future, take it with you. Uh, make sure you follow Jeff Lyons if you're not already at Used Wigs at Used Wigs on on Twitter, and uh, you know follow Chip me Chantry. too. Yeah. yeah, follow Chip Chantry on Twitter. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, stay safe. Uh, hope the uh, uh, the fam and the dogs are are staying safe. You're staying six feet away from each yes, other. We are. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, maybe we'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. Thanks. Right, and thanks everybody for uh, tuning in. See you.